What's going on, guys? It's your man Smash coming at you with another episode of the Tuesday Night Smash Cast. I'm coming at you from my car. Dog, listen, it's not my car, it's my brother's car. I'm just, listen, that shit you hear in the back, bro, I got the fucking heat on, bro. I, it's cold as fuck, and I just got back from the gym. I put it on low. I'm not trying to have that shit on. Maybe I can put it right here. It'll be easier. I don't fucking know. As long as you capture my voice. I'm in a car anyway, so. Yeah, man, I'm just sitting in the car. Just, just chilling. Bro. I'll tell you, one day I'll get a studio. Like, this, I, I know I used to do it from my room, but it's like, I just, all that tech, I, I can't do all that tech shit no more, bro. Like, unless I'm producing something, I just, I just can't do all that tech shit no more. I need a tech guy. I'm an artist. No, let's stop. I could do all that, but I just I'm too lazy to learn and to learn the real basics. But anyway, guys, listen, I'm fucking back. Episode 38. I, I, re, I had to re. I had to go back and make sure that my epi- I got my episodes right. I fucked up. I fucked up. I thought I was on episode 41. I'm actually on episode 38. But you know, my fault for I'm been slipping. I took like two weeks off, bro. For like two weeks since I last put an episode on. The 12th. Hold on. What is it? It's the 25th. Right. So that's 10 days in three days. Almost two weeks. Almost two weeks. So I'm back now. Yeah, man. It's Sunday. No, no, it's not Sunday. Uh, What day is it? What fucking day is it today? It's It's Friday. It's Friday, man. A lot has been going on. A lot has been going on. You know, um, I'm broke. I'm not homeless. I'm broke. That's it. You know, living with my mom, with my mom and shit. I haven't worked because something went screwy with my license after the accident. Uh, real quick, quick story. Uh, after the accident, you know, the the department, the administration of motor vehicles, whatever the state doesn't believe I can operate a motor vehicle, and they need proof from my doctor. And so, so far, but right now, my license is good to go. I can drive still. But they need proof still. So, you know, I, and I delivered Chinese food, so I wasn't able to work last week, and all my funds are gone. I haven't, I didn't go up at all last week. I, I, I just went to the gym today, this whole week. I didn't, I just, dog, it's just like, I've been home the whole time, man. And it sucks. Because I haven't been to the gym, I haven't been... I didn't get up this week, and, you know, I can drive now, and I work, and you know, I don't work this weekend, because I got somebody else, but they asked me if I could do Monday and Tuesday, so I fucking, I had to take it, I didn't have a choice, those are the days I usually go down to Manhattan, and crunch in all my, all my times to get up, but, dog, you know, I had to do what I had to do, I had to get that money, or else I can't go up at all, so, you know. yeah, uh, Yeah, man. I'm just dead hungry. I haven't been able to buy food. My mom is cutting my trust fund. She's like, "You're just living here now. You're not the. You're not paying anything. I'm. I'm not gonna buy food anymore. It's all up on you." Like, all right, fine. Fuck it. You don't want me. You know. You don't want to pay for food no more. All right, fine. I'll do. It. I'll be. I'll do that. I'll do that. But goddamn it, don't get mad when I eat all the food, ma. 
Because there's nothing else coming in, and there's no more eggs. What's up? Come on, mom. Yeah, man. But I'm not going to deny I got this burning passion to go to Manhattan. I mean, I live in Manhattan. Like, I just started this internship at Broadway Comedy Club, but now I'm a, I'm an intern. Like, I'm not, like, an intern full-time. I'm an intern. Uh, I'm an extra intern. Like, if somebody needs a spot covered, you know, I have to swoop in and take it. As a matter of fact, I could have I could have been there tonight. I could have been there right now, as a matter of fact. But I had to blow candles for my sister. It's her birthday today, you know, so I had to, I had to do that. So, yeah. And so, so, you know, priorities and, you know, this whole thing about people, you know, comics say like Joey Diaz always says this, man, you know, it's like, you know, you try to have a family and do comedy, it conflicts, you know, you basically, he breaks it down like you have to choose. You can't, you can't really have both. Like, and the stories that he tells about him and. You know, the few times that he actually talks about with him and Terry, because he doesn't talk about her a lot. He mainly talks about him. But lately on this on this one episode, it was like one or two episodes ago, he had this one fighter on. I forgot that dude's name. But he was talking about his, uh, how he wasn't a good person when he was starting out comedy. Because he was dropping people, he was dropping responsibilities so he can go do stand-up. Not even responsibilities. It was like you invite him to a birthday party. He said, "Dog, I'm not showing up. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you happy birthday to your face, but you want me to show up to the party? I'm not doing. It. I got a spot that day. Can't do it. You know, not 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 like he was dropping responsibility. No, he was doing shit like that. You know." And you gotta do shit like that, and I'm like, I can't do that. I can't. You know, I got, I'm, I'm aspiring to do a lot of things, but I can't let that shit conflict with my family life like that, bro. Like I'm already on thin lines with my sister as is, bro. We're like a fucking time bomb. A lot of shit happened. In the past few months, and you know, I'm trying to make things better slowly but surely. But um, you know, I can't, I can't miss that shit. You know, that's my sister. You know, blow candles. You know, she's 20. She just turned 20. She's not a teenager no more. So she's the last one. There's no more teenagers in this house. Everybody's an adult. Even the dogs are adults. So you know, nobody's, nobody's, a, nobody, we're all young, you know, I mean, we're still young, me, my brother, my sister, but we're not teens anymore, uh, I'm, I'm, my sister's 20, I'm 21, my brother's 23, it's, it's, it's like that, bro, I'm sorry, y'all, I gotta eat this apple, I'm fucking hungry, so, And I barely see her as is, bro. I see her on a weekly basis, but like twice throughout the week. Like she'll come in on Mondays to do laundry. And she'll like probably pick me up from the train station. That's it. 
but if I like do, if I, if, you know, I, I go to Manhattan on a regular basis and I just did this one intern spot last Sunday and now, you know, I did the intern spot, I did my time, I can do, I can go up and do stand up, I can go up and do a pro show. I do five minutes straight up on a pro show. My choosing on the, ne- on the next one, whichever my whichever my choosing. Um, so that's great. I'm paying my dues to comedy. I'm working for what I have, or for what I want. I think it's a good trade-off, you know. I do free work. I get I get stage time. I think that's a good. Uh, Balance. So, yes. Um, yeah, so I can't wait to get back, man. I did some writing, I did some editing, and I like where I like where this next set is going. I haven't done a lot of joke writing though. I don't. I'm, I'm being the lazy comic, and I can't do that. And I'm hating myself about it because yes, I'm getting up all the time, but I'm not writing. And writing was always an issue for me, like at first, because like I can't just sit down and write, or so I thought. Like I'm about to go on something here. I'm about to this this leads up to something. I couldn't just write. I always got my own head and I didn't know how a joke would turn out it's like so I would like have to write a premise like if I talked about I don't know my mom busting my balls about food I could write it out but it wouldn't feel no way unless I said in front of an audience you know which is what you're supposed to do as a comic you're supposed to like do that but some people can actually write out a whole scenario like I know there's one comic Mackenzie Burke I met her a few times. I haven't actually seen her stand-up. But she told me that what she does is she writes out everything she's going to say verbatim. And I can't do that shit. I don't do that shit. Because I think because I feel like it puts constraints on myself. I, I can't be scripted like that. I got to ad-lib a little bit. Because that's when I'm at my funniest. I, when I ad-lib. I'm not funny all the time 24-7. You know? I have to, I have to leave myself room to wiggle. Whether it's a little or a lot, I, I gotta leave myself room to wiggle. So you know, it's like I don't do bullet points. Like Gabriel Iglesias said, he did bullet points. I, I don't do that. I write out a scenario. My mom's giving me shit about buying food. All right, I go to an open mic about eating food all the time, and she buys it, which is something that another comic did. But it's a real fact, and I'm 20, so I can talk about this shit, and it's still relevant for my age. So. Boom, there's the premise. I go on behind the stage. I go on the stage, or I write I, I write a little bit out. I go on stage. I go to an open mic. Boom. Say what I got to say. Funny, not funny, don't fucking matter. I have to look back at the tape. That's a big issue I'm having. Who the fuck is this? Oh, nobody I know. I got to look back at the tape. That's what I'm starting to do. I'm starting to do that more. I'm not doing that as much as I'm supposed to, but I'm doing that more. So, it's just like, you know, it's not even like, uh, even the good shit, I'm trepidatious to look back at. Even the good shit. 
It's just like, you know, it's like some self-aware shit. You know, you just look, it's like, not even, you know, it just feels weird. To be like, ah, that's me. You know, it just feels weird. Even the good shit, I don't do it too, but I have to do it. Or else I'm not going to grow as a comic. You know, and everybody has that fucking issue to look at yourself on camera. A lot of people have that. You know, I'm, but I'm the type of person who I can hear myself talk. See myself talk, that's different. But hear myself talk, dog, I don't, I don't, you know, I stray away from that too, but it's like, you know, it's not as much. I guess I can hear myself talk all day, I, I, that's part of that, but that's a part of my ego. That's a part of my ego, straight up. So, I'm not too frazzled about that. I'm trying to make sure it's right. So, but what I have been doing, because I haven't been going to Manhattan this past week, I've been working on my book, and I'm fucking happy. I've been working on my book for a while. This is, I started in 2015, it's been four years I've been working on this damn thing. And it's been four years, not because it's going to be a long-ass book. It's been four years because I'm a procrastinating ass nigga who didn't know. It was, I gave myself that first year because 2015, my father died. I had to learn how to write. Like, actually write well. No. All that shit I avoided in English class, I had to remember that shit. So I give myself that first year. But then after that, what's the issue, dog? Hold on. You gotta love Gala Apples, dog. Alright. <sighs> now, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it's been like that, man. I've been working on this shit for four years now, and I'm making real progress. Like, I'm making real actual progress. Like, you know, when you first write a book, I'm not done yet. I'm not done. I'm almost done. I'm at cha- I'm on the 18th chapter. 18 or 17? 17. 17. No, no, I'm on the 17th chapter. Yeah, I'm almost done. I planned, the way I mapped it out, it's looking like it's going to be like 32 chapters. I don't know, frankly. But at the rate I'm going, I- I'm good to go. You know, I don't know. Let's see how, let's see how it's going. Because from here, man, I'm getting close to my ending. My original ending. I'm getting, I'm getting dead close. Like, and I'm loving it. Like, I feel I have more belief and vigor in my story because now I'm like at the parts where I've been thinking about this whole time. 
you know, I've been at the porch where I've been thinking about, and I have this new love and respect for it. Like, I've been, at, like, you know, when you've been at self for so long, you, you know, you, <clears throat> when you've been at self for so long, dog, you know, you, you, you just, you, you, you just, you start to not fall in love with sin, and then, you know, you gotta reignite that flame, and, you know, it, it takes perseverance, and you gotta go through it, and you gotta do what's what, but, the moment you fall back in love with it, man, it's it's real. So, like, I've been working on it for four years, and it's not the same book that I started out with. It's not the same one I started out with. It's not the same. Obviously, it's not. Like, I, I, I wrote it one way, and then I wrote it another. Like, originally, I wrote it where the monsters talked. They don't talk in this version and I actually like the fact they don't talk because something that this world is forgetting because everybody's doing comedy everybody's doing stand up now what everybody seems to forget all this loud everybody's loud now everybody's loud as fuck you gotta be loud as fuck to be funny that's how that shit is bro you have to be loud as fuck rowdy as shit and what the world seems to forget is that that silent comedy, that silent humor, is quite dead ass some of the best shit ever, bro. And it's arguably the best form of comedy, silent comedy. Now, I'm not saying like that, uh, I'm not just talking about that, oh man, what's that one nigga? Charlie Chaplin shit. Because Charlie, because I, I could watch a Charlie Chaplin movie. And but his but my issue with that dude is that it's those cue cards where they have the dialogue and I'm not trying to it's very obvious. But you show me a Tom and Jerry cartoon, an old one, before that nigga even started talking. That shit the funniest shit ever, bro. And I know they're whacking each other and everything, they're hitting each other, but they're so animated that they don't need to say anything. Their facial expressions alone, I know it's cartoon compared to cartoon to writing a movie, all this and all that. And I haven't even seen A Quiet Place, but I heard good shit about that. You know, it's just like, you know, silent humor is some of the best comedy ever, bro. So, and, and it's some of the best storytelling ever. Planet of the Apes. Maurice is one of the best characters. And that nigga ain't even talked about the whole movie. Granted, they did have sign language. But a lot of the time, you know, when they weren't using it, you still knew what they was thinking, bro. Come on, bro. Come on, bro. So that's why so that's why I want to put in my book, you know, it's just like you know, body language and facial expressions. You know, that's what I want to do. I don't want, you know, I mean, it's like there's so much I don't want so much dialogue in my book, you know. Like like the writers say like dialogue is icing on the cake and everything else is the cake. So, I'm like, I right, then let me let me let me save the icing cuz I don't even eat icing no more. Like that no more. Like, you know, I, I take bits of it. But I don't do it like I used to. I used to inhale cake. Now, like, I can eat the cake. The cake part, I'll fucking eat, dog. But but you should, but you give me the icing, I'm like, dog, listen, a thin layer. Like, glaze it over it. But don't don't just... Nah, bro, I can't do that shit. That's too much. That's too much. <sighs> yeah, so, you know... Uh, what is it? Yeah, and, and I've been... And, I, and, you know, I felt, and the vigor came from, like I already said, like the vigor came from 
uh, that I found a new place. Like I, I'm at where I've always wanted to be in the book. Because now everything's getting easier to write. I'm getting new shit and new ideas as you go. Because you know, like you know, your brain fills in the holes. You know, you think that you, okay, you think of this part, and then you think of the ending. You think of the beginning and the ending. Boom. Fill in the void. What's that big ass gap, nigga? That's the part where people fuck up. And as you go, and another author, Miles Simpkins, check him out on Facebook and uh, check out his book. I got his book. Uh, I wish I had to. I, I told him this. I told him this to his face. Like, yo, bro, you should have sent this to an editor. There's some parts I don't like. And I haven't really read it because I just got back. I just started reading again. And I'm loving the fact that I'm reading again because I missed reading. And it's it's like your brain. He told me some what he told me some truth because I I did this before I started doing this. uh, I was writing my book out of order. I was writing the parts that I knew. And then I was going off of write what you know. It's like, okay, I know the I know the beginning and the end. Let me write the beginning and the end. And it's almost like, you know, when you first start writing, or even if you just start writing anything, bro, you know the beginning and the end? Write that shit out first. Because when you write that shit out first, then your brain can fill in the gaps. Because then after that, you're just gonna rewrite that shit anyway, bro. So just write it out first. Write out the you got the beginning and the end done, write that out. Write out the end. I did that. I wrote out the end. Before I was even here, dog, I rewrote the beginning like four times. The beginning of my book, I rewrote that shit like four times, dog. And uh, where it's at right now, I may ch- I maybe write it a fifth time, bro. But here's the thing, though. He said, he, Mael told me you have to write your book in order. Chapter one, chapter two, chapter three, and so on, bro. Don't jump. You can't jump. And the only time you should jump is if you get stumped. And that's because if you get stumped, you're going to be stumped forever. You're going to be stumped for however long you are, bro. And then you're just going to sit there with your hands on your lap, your back slumped. You're going to get a hunch. You're going to look like Igor. It's this dog. Like, you got to, nah, bro. You got to move on. Like, I got a few chapters. I ain't going to hold you. I ain't going to lie. Right now, I got like three chapters that are unfinished or could be considered unfinished. So, but I had to move on because I didn't know how to end them. I didn't know how to start them. I didn't know how to do them. I'm not going to go back to those chapters until I'm done with my, with the first draft. Because if I go back to those chapters, that could change this. That could change that. And I'm not going to get anywhere because I'm changing the past. So I'm going to keep going. I'm going to keep chugging along. And then after that, I'm going to start something new. I'm going to go back. I'm going to get some red tape and tape all this shit up, redline this shit, redline that, fix this and fix that, and then after I'm done with that bit, because I don't see myself doing a gigantic change to the story when I get to the second draft, I don't see myself doing that, you know, I could that, I could do that, I don't know, we'll, we'll cross that bridge when we get there, but what I still, but I, but I do want to go in there and proofread it myself, and then after that, I'll send it to an editor. I'll show my buddies, and I'll ask straight up. And I and I, and you know, you're not supposed to ask your friends because your friends and family will tell you straight up this is good. And I tell my people like, listen, I need you to be dead honest. Don't lie to me, because this is too important for you to bullshit me just because you're my bro, just because you're my mom. I can't do it. You need to be dead honest with me. If it sucks dick. Tell me it sucks dick. How many dicks is it sucking? Is it a big black cock? What is it, dog? I need you to tell me what's good with it. 
that's what you need, bro. If you got some dead, honest motherfuckers in your circle, bro, give it to them. Let them see it. Still send it to a pro editor, bro. But you can't just sit here proofreading yourself a thousand times, bro. Do that yourself. Because then you get shit like whatever piece of art pop culture is out right now that niggas did not send out to uh, test uh, beta testers, alpha testers, and all that shit. You know what I'm saying? You need omega testers, nigga. Omega testers. That ass. So that's so that's what I'm talking about. Like that's my thing, and I love it because the past few days I let myself go. The part of the reason why it's taking so long with this book is that I let myself go. Part of the reason why I'm not writing my jokes is because I'm lazy. Part of the reason is I'm not letting myself go. I'm getting in my own head. I'm getting self-conscious. Self-conscious is part of the reason why niggas don't get out there. Why people don't advance, bro. Why people don't advance. You get in your own way. You start thinking like, it's not good enough. Am I doing this right? I don't know what I'm doing. My head is cramping, Mrs. Puff. Make it stop. You understand me, dog? Damn it, I just lost a piece of apple out of my mouth. That's that. That's the shit that fucks with people, bro. That's the shit that fucks people up. Fuck. Fuck. That's the shit that fucks people up, bro. You're self-conscious. You're getting your own head. You can't do that. Because then you'll definitely not get anywhere. You definitely won't, and I and that's with, been with me for a minute, and I and I've been telling my mom. My mom's been like, "Why isn't the book done? You keep putting all this shit on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. Where's the book? Everything I'm hearing from all these other authors is that this book, your book should have been done yesterday. Why isn't your book done today? And then I have to tell her, like, listen, man, you know what? I'm getting my own head. I'm insecure about it. You know, I, I care too much. And she's like, okay, well, what was that? That's gonna stop you? And, and you know what? I thought about that. I sat on my. I sat on it. And she's yelling at me, get the book done, you get the book done, what are you doing, you're playing with the dog, and I'm sitting there like, yeah, let me get the book done, so you know what, I locked myself in my bathroom, I, no, I got my shit, I locked myself in my bathroom, I didn't jack off, well, I jacked off first, and then I read, and then I, you know, I got to read to get me to the zone, I jacked off, read, got into the zone, and then I started writing. And then bada, bada boom, bada boom. I finished a chapter I've been working on for a good minute, dog. I finished chapter 15. I started chapter 16. This was uh, Tuesday, I believe. I believe. I don't remember. It was one of the... It was early, it was early this week. And then yesterday, I go... No, I don't even know if it was yesterday. No, yeah, 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 yeah. Yesterday, uh... No, not even yesterday. Yes, yesterday I finished a chapter. No, I finished another chapter. I finished. What the fuck, dog? I finished chapter sixteen, and then no, I've uh, uh, the day before. You know what, nigga? Hey, listen, I finished three chapters. God damn it, fuck! Couldn't get it out. I couldn't get it out, bro. No, I'm on chapter eighteen, dog. Listen, I finished 15, 16, 17. I'm on eighteen. Fuck, okay. Jeez, I'm losing the track, bro. I gotta look back. I, I gotta, I'm not looking back right now. I'm sorry. I gotta look fucking back. But the moral, the, what I'm saying is, okay, I got out of my own head. I buckled down. I said, listen, Amy, you know, I gotta go. I'm sorry. I love you, girl. I'm talking about my dog. I, I, I love you. I want to play with you. But it's nighttime. 
And if I'm going to feed you, if I'm going to get you food, I got to do this. I got to leave. And this is something that comics always say. It's like, listen, you got a family. Joey Diaz, you got a family. You got all this. You got a whole world that you live in, and it's hard to do it. D.L. Hewley, listen, you want to eat, you got to you know, you want to eat, you got to work. You want, you want to eat, you got to work. And he's like, son, he said, dad, why are you always leaving all the time? He said, D.L. Hewley, well, son, if I don't leave, you don't want to eat. Amy, if I don't lock myself in the bathroom, if I don't go to Manhattan, if I don't lock myself in the bathroom, if I don't go to the library, if I don't lock myself in the bathroom, mom, if I don't lock myself in the bathroom, you're not going to see anything. You're not going to eat. You're not gonna. You're not gonna get any more money from me. You're not gonna do this. You're not gonna do that. You know, that's how it is, bro. You gotta work. You gotta tell them like, yo, back up. Listen, I love you, but back up. I gotta do this. And you know, it's it's selfish, but it has to be done. It's selfish. It's selfish and selfless. It's selfish because you're not there for your kid, but it's selfless because you're doing this for your kid. So it's, it's a double, it's a two-way street. And I have to tell myself that every day that, you know, I'm doing this for the greater good. I'm doing this because I have to. Okay? I'm doing this because I have to. Not just because I want to. So, with the heat's off me. Yeah. Yeah, so I do this because I have to, not because I want to. I mean, not just because I want to, but yeah, and you know, the progress that I've made so far, man, it's just, it's tremendous. I'm almost done with my book, bro. I feel awesome right now. I feel excellent. I feel I'm in love again with my story. I'm in love again with my story, bro. I feel excellent. I've never felt this good, but I've never felt... I, yeah, no, that's a lie. I've never felt this good. The only thing that would make this shit better would be more money in my pocket. A disposable income would be the only thing to make this situation better. You know? So that's awesome. That's awesome. Now, if you were to ask me what's more important to me right now, comedy, my book. I would say my book. I love getting up, making people laugh. I love doing stand-up. But right now, I want to focus on my book because this is this is what, you know, after my father died and shit, and I, you know, this isn't a what was me story, but this is my personal shit. After my father died, bro, this is what, this, this was before stand-up. This was like, stand-up in this came around the same time. Like, but my life was building towards stand-up. And my life was building towards this book. You know, you understand? Like, I was always an entertainer. I always loved to entertain people. I always made people laugh. Always, always, always. But the hardship that I endured, these things go hand in hand. And I know that eventually with the work that I put in, could put in, will put in to stand up, 
I can feed myself because I don't want because with stand up I don't want to I don't want a mansion I don't want Beverly Hills I don't want that shit you know that shit is the shit that kills you bro I just want to be able to buy a house or an apartment pay my rent my mortgage put food in my fridge and pay back my mom that's my goal with stand up we can talk about fame fortune all that shit later bro let me make sure that that's what NBA players do, dog. NBA players, when they make it, bro, the first thing they say they do is I pay back my mom. Because that's what the fuck you got to do, dog. That's what you have to do. You know? No matter what, they always say this shit. I pay back my mom. You know? And you got to put a lot of these people in their place, bro. Because then when you start making money... Niggas you didn't even know existed would flock out to you, bro. Niggas who who didn't even know you, they they didn't even know you existed until you started making money, bro. And then they come out, your, your, your third uncle comes out the cut and be like, yo, who the fuck are you? He's like, I'm your third uncle. He'd be like, I never seen you before, bro. That's because you, you know, I'm I'm your mom's long lost brother. J- Jesus. What the fuck, bro? Come on. Step back, dog. I, I can't do that right now. Let me let me get some more money, and then I can help you out. It's like, oh, you're not going to help me out? I thought we was family. Apparently not, because you ain't see me. With, you weren't at my father's funeral, asshole. I know everybody was at my father's funeral. I see them niggas. My, all my boys was at my father's funeral. My mom was at my father's funeral. You know what I'm saying? If you was at my father's funeral, you're getting taken care of. That's it. That's 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 how you know who your people are, bro. And I understand that's I don't think that's a fair thing to do, bro. I don't think that's fair because you know some people can't make it. Like my old guidance counselor, she hugged me when she saw me because my father was a substitute teacher and the district knew him. People knew who my father was. People knew. And she was like, "Listen, if we knew sooner, if it was if we had like another week, if this was like next week, there would have been an army of us coming through." And you know, I believed her cuz my father knew people people knew my father so I wouldn't be surprised if like 80% of the teachers from the district came through and I'd be like oh shit my second grade nigga when my father died my second grade teacher came out the cut I was like oh shit Miss Watts what's up I haven't seen you in like damn near two decades that's that's incorrect but yeah my second grade teacher came out the cut I was like god damn you got old you know what I'm saying <laughs> I, you know, but you know that's it. That's what I plan on doing for comedy. You've been to my father's funeral. You're getting taken care of, dog. That's it. That's it. If you were there that week, that long ass week, nigga died on Monday. We buried it. We buried his ass on Tuesday. Yeah, he wasn't buried. We had the funeral on Friday. That long ass week, bro. That was a long fucking week. That was a five days. You could be so, bro. bro you you can be surprised what happens in five days, dog. You can be surprised what what can happen in five days. Holy shit! Fucking Batman saved my life. <coughs> yeah, dog. I gotta stop drinking this. Or, you know, I gotta take. Oh, I'm gonna take a piss. So. <sighs> uh, anyway, yeah. So you know, I mean. And I talk about that with my stand-up, but the story is the story is a different animal, bro. 
I just love this story more than I love stand-up right now because it's personal. You know, and I know I could build my empire making people laugh and all that shit, and I can do all that, you know. And all, I'm not going to call it shit, you know, my fault. And do all that stuff, but... It's like... I built this with my own two hands. This literal tangible thing. I... I created this with my own two hands like that it's a different feeling dog it's a different feeling and then after this you know who knows what will happen I don't know what will happen but I'm doing both there's no reason I can't do both so but if you asked me listen which one do you care more about I, I would say my book or actually you know what it could be debated it could be debated because I'm doing stand-up a lot and I'm not really able to write as much as I'd like because uh, when I do go up or I'm sleeping on the train or I'm walking between mics, I'm trying to get to the next mic and I'm like, oh, you know, if you're home right now, you could be locking yourself in the bathroom and for four hours and writing. You know, it, it's that mentality. It's a toss-up. But it's like, you know, if you which, which one do you really care about? I'm like, I would say my book. So... You know, because I heard from uh, ah, damn, I forgot her name. The the black, the black dreadlock woman from In Living Color, or no, from Living Single. Yeah, from Living Single. Uh, or whatever that show was, dog. She said you gotta. Have, she said her friend said to her, you gotta have five side hustles. And I'm like, I got like three. I'm like, I got this podcast. I got my book. I got my comedy. Where's my other two? It's supposed to be voiceover. And where's my fifth? I was supposed to do voiceover before I did any of this other shit. And I ain't do voiceover because I'm lazy. I got to set up my mic. I got to set up a thing. I got to look for this. I got to look for that. I was, it was supposed to be my writing, not just my book, but my writing in general. I'm supposed to be a writer. Those are my five side hustles. I'm sitting there like, what the fuck's going on? You know? It's hard, man. It's hard if you make it hard. You know, I get in my own way. But you can't get in your own way. You gotta learn how to let yourself go. Because the reason I got so far with my work the past few days is because I finally let go. I said, fuck it. This book is going to be trash. When it, you're done with it. Okay. It's going to be trash. When you first started out. What you're going to do is polish it off. <clears throat> no, that's not right. I said to myself. Last night. I said, listen, this book is going. Listen, when you're done with this dog. This book is going to be. Uh, it's going to have shit all over it. Well, no, what I said, I said, what I would, I would, he said, I would rather somebody tell me that this book is shit, but there's a story in here. There's a story here, but there's a lot of shit surround, there's a lot of shit on it. There's a lot of shit on this book, on this, in this story. You got to clean off that doo-doo, wash it off, get the smell off it, and then you'll have an actual story. 
that's what I that's what I that's what I would rather somebody tell me other than just like oh, bro, your story shit. The story is bullshit. I would rather somebody tell me because that means there's hope, bro. There's hope for this there's hope for the story. As opposed to somebody that would be like, yo, bro, the story shit, bro. The story shit. As opposed to somebody telling me straight up, like, yo, the story is shit right now. But the like, yo, there's there, this book is shit. But the story, there's a story here. I see the story, but there's a lot of shit on it. Take off that shit. Clean the shit out. And I'm like, all right, let's do it. Colon cleanser. Done. Let's go. Let's move it. I would rather you tell me that, bro. You know what I'm saying? Now, that being said, what does this have to do with my trepidation to go in Manhattan? I want to stay a nice person. I don't know what's going to happen. I'll admit, I'm scared. I'm scared, dog. I'm terrified. Leaving my house, how am I going to get to the gym frequently? How am I going to, where, where, where am I going to go for work? Uh, where am I going to live? Washington Heights? Where am I going to live? Queens? Where am I going to live? The Bronx? Where am I going to live? I would go back to the Bronx. If I would go anywhere, it would be the Bronx, Harlem, or Washington Heights, or somewhere in Chelsea. And I say Chelsea because it's a gay area and I can get my dick sucked while I quit. <laughs> Let me stop. <laughs> no, but I heard it was very nice there. Uh, the, the gays keep it clean. Um, so, yeah. Uh, yeah, man, but, you know, I met a guy, uh, no, I didn't meet a guy. No, yeah, I met him. Um, he was a fellow intern. He said he lives in Washington Heights in the Chelsea area. I believe that's where Washington Heights is. I don't know. But, yeah, he said it's, he said it's, wow, gay, so gay. But he said, listen, we got, you know, there's a, there is a spot open. He said, if you need a place to crash at night. When you're doing your spots, you know, you can come over. I'm like, fire. Fire. You know, so that's awesome. Um, and I appreciate that. I really do because I just met this dude. And he doesn't know. I could be a serial killer or some shit, you know, in disguise. I could have beat the hell out of somebody. I could have done jail time. I don't fucking know. Uh, but thank you, Spencer. Um, I appreciate that, man. <coughs> No, nah, um, yeah, I, but but here's the thing. Here's the story. Here's why. Here here's the main reason I'm afraid of moving to Manhattan and not bringing my hustle there, like living there. Here's the main reason I'm scared. Uh, when I was interning on Sunday, me and Spencer we were talking, and when part of the things we had to do when we was interning, we had to usher people in. You know, somebody would come through the door. And be like, oh, you got a party of two, party of three, four, five. You know? And be like, yeah, you know, we show them to the tape, we show them to their seats. And then we we see these people. We see we would see some people come in, not together, sp- sp- spread throughout the night. And they would come in with like a, with like their chin a little up, just a little bit, just a little up, or just walking in like. And then they pass us like shadows, like we're fucking clairvoyant, like oh no, or, or some shit, like like you know what, like hey, we see you. But nigga, you're right there. <laughs> like a shadow. So, it, it, it's like, and we, we stop them. And like, hey, excuse me, are you, uh, it's just you? Or, you know, hey, excuse me, how you doing, miss? Uh, how you doing? Uh, it's just you get your seat and party. Uh, how many people are in your party? I would ask them that. And then they'll be like, oh, I'm a comic. Oh, I'm a comic. 
They'll be like, oh, no, I'm a common. I'm a comic. I'm like, yo, what the fuck? Me and Spence was like, yo, what the, hold on, hey, easy. Relax, what the fuck, we're comics too. What's your deal? You know, and, and I'm sitting there like, yo, what the fuck, no? We're supposed to send it, we're both standing there like, yo, what the fuck? You gotta come at me like that? Oh, I'm a comic. Um, Actually, I'm a comic. And it was the girls who drove us nuts. And I saw this one dude who was hosting the 11 o'clock show. And, and I'm like, I'm looking at this motherfucker and this tall motherfucker. And I'm, and, I'm talking, and I'm talking shit because I did not like the way that this dude was holding his head. And this isn't a joke because he was a tall ass nigga, dog. He was like, he was a good, like, he was like 6'6", probably. This tall white dude, this nigga had his head so high. Chin up, nigga. Like, where are you looking, dog? Your hair is at the ceiling, bro. Where the fuck are you looking that your head is so held high, bro? And he's like, and, and then I try, I was about to ask him, but Spencer asked him, he's like, oh, I'm actually hosting the, and I'm saying that like, so why the fuck's your head held high? I'm not afraid of moving to Manhattan and taking my shit there. I'm afraid of becoming that, bro. I'm afraid of becoming pompous. That is my fear. I'm not afraid of man. I've been going there so many times now where I'm I'm like, you know what? I could live here. I could move here and take my business here. I would come back to Poughkeepsie on the weekends and chill. Cause, you know, I'm not doing shit on the weekends. I would come back. I would work during the week. I would take I would I, this this is how I would actually do it. I would work a whole week. I would get like a full time job work or like a, or like a part-time job work during the week whatever the fuck and then do spots at night and then I would fucking um, take like weekend shows or if I didn't have a show, show on the weekends I would just come back home to Poughkeepsie and just hang out here and then move back over and then, hot, and then take the train back over on a Sunday night to Manhattan that's how I would live my life but I'm scared because I don't want to turn into a month. I don't want. I'm a comic. Wait, I'm a comic. Uh, I'm actually hosting the. You know, fuck you. Why? I don't want that. I don't want that. That that's why I'm afraid. I'm afraid of turning snobby. And my man Spencer, he was nice, man. He was nice as fuck from Missouri. They ain't got comedy out there. They barely have comedy in Missouri. What the fuck? And he comes to Manhattan because he's because this is what he wants to do. I'm like, more power to you, dog. So I'm sitting there like, where the fuck do I go? I work weekends and then I take and then you know I work weekends on a job that where I can come and do comedy, but I have to watch how often I come through. So if I go down Monday and Tuesday, I have to stuff Monday and Tuesday with four, with eight mics. Not eight mics a day. Four mics Monday, four mics Tuesday. Because that train ticket is is what kills me. Whereas, you know, I don't know. You know, if I were to live in Manhattan, I would have to get a job first and then find an apartment and be like, okay, listen, I'll get paid here, 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 and then tough it out. 
You know what I'm saying? That's what's up. And, and that's my predicament. I don't want to be like that. I just don't want to. I just don't want to do that. Because here's, here's the thing. All these other comics, you know, you hear these podcasts. And my man, Joey Diaz, man, I keep bringing him up because he's real. He said, he said, um, I forgot what, which comic it was, bro. One, one comic, his kid, he was at, he was at his kid's friend's birthday party. And then he was telling the story. And then he said his kid's friend, when they gave out the gift baskets, the kid who was the main, who was the main kid of the party, you know, whose birthday it was, this nigga threw that shit back at his parents because last year they got Nintendo's. Nintendo, whatever the fuck, he didn't, he didn't, you know, he's an old ass man, he doesn't know what he's talking about with Nintendo, with video games, but he said they got Nintendos, and I'm like, okay, Nintendo what, you talking about they each got a console? And then he said right after that, he pulled his kid out to school, because he doesn't want his kid doing that shit. And then this is what Joey, this is a story Joey was telling, that he, that this guy pulled his kid out to school. And I'm sitting here like, Shit. Because he doesn't want his kid around that shit. He doesn't want his kid around that. And I'm afraid... And I know Manhattan ain't even like that. Believe it or not. You either... With Manhattan, you're either poor or you have money. Like... And I don't mean like rich. It's like... No, no. It's like... There's like... There's like no middle class in Manhattan. The way I feel. It's either you're poor or you're rich. You know, that's how I feel. You either are broke or you're rich. And your level of rich is like, like, that's where you see the real middle class, bro, in Manhattan. Because, like, I've given my money out to this one. I gave last homeless nigga I gave my money to. This dude was the epitome of sadness. Homeboy was coming in. He, I was going. I was trying to get back to Grand Central, and I had to take. And I got fucking lost for a second, so I had to take a train uptown, and then from there I just climbed some stairs and took a train downtown. But when I was going to the train to go uptown, this homeless fuck came through. He, he came through. He was like, this nigga was pending, pendling, whatever the fuck the word is, uh, dollars for people who tried just trying to take the train. He was right there. I don't know how the fuck he got over the fucking, the, the, the subway ticket sensors. I don't know how the fuck he got over that shit. Because you know damn well he ain't got enough money to do that. And then, are you kidding me, bro? <laughs> so he got, so, see, so he's over here. I go through the, I swipe my card. I go through. And then I see this dude, and he's like, hey, my man, you got some money? He's like, can you spare a dollar? And I'm like, I don't know, man. I ain't got that much. Because right before I swiped, I had to refill my, my Metro card. I had to put $10 in that bitch. And, and I'm glad I did. Hold on right quick. Hold on right quick. <clears throat> I'm glad I did. I'm glad I put down $10. But I didn't have much money left. I only had like 18 at the most. You know, I had like 11. And he's like, he spent a dollar. And, you know, my fucking soft ass, I caved in while quick. I said, all right, man. I gave him a dollar. 
And then I'm like checking my phone. I'm making sure like I got the right train and everything because I'm an idiot and I don't know what's going on. And my GPS led me to the wrong place or the right place, depending on how you look at it. And then the, and then I'm, I'm off to the side. And then I see this nigga, this motherfucker on a different level of homeless stands right. This one lady's about to swipe her card. And this nigga gets right in front of the the the, the turn, the, the, the swipe machine that she's out to swipe in. And he's like, hey, miss, can you help a homeless dude out? We just need a dollar. On a different level of homeless, bro. And then she looks at me. I'm looking at her like, I, I already gave that nigga some money. I don't know about you. You know what I'm saying? She rolled her fucking eyes. I don't know if she gave her money. I put my eyes back in my phone. I said, fuck, bro. I was in my head. I was like, yo, fuck this nigga, dog. He can eat dick. He can eat a whole dick, bro. I know you're homeless. I'm sorry for you, man. But are you fucking kidding me, bro? You can't let that woman get through the machine? She had to, you had to just stop right there. Hey, miss, can you just help a homeless dude out real quick? I got some do- I'm like, what? Let her get through the fucking machine. And then he's, uh, and I, I barely had any sympathy for that dude after this, bro. He walked out. I'm, I'm leaving. Train's coming. No, I don't want to lie to you guys. I'm, I was stupid, so I left. I, I, I went back out and back in, so I, so I wasted a little more money. And then right before I was about to dip out, this nigga comes out. This nigga, I see right before I leave. This I see this dude. There was a there was an old lady and like two kids sitting on a bench waiting for the train. And then th- and then this dude just rolls up. Excuse me, could you pa- could you help me with a dollar? And I was like, Yo, my nigga, she got kids right here, bro. Ain't no my, you know, some New Yorkers were here. To this you soft ass nigga. We deal with that shit every day, nigga. What's up? And I'm like, You right. As a matter of fact, I probably encourage, you know, I probably encourage that shit back because these kids need to know what it's like. Yo, listen, dog. <laughs> don't be that. When you grow up, don't be that. Don't be stopping random people on the fucking subway right before they go through, the, they swipe their card and go through the machine to catch the train so they can get back home. You know? Bro, that fucked me up hard. I was like, yo, are you fucking kidding me, bro? I, and I'm like, and I'm sitting there like, yo, like my son Isaac, bro. I can't be that. I can't be that, bro. I can't be homeless, bro. Can't be that shit, bro. That shit fucked me up hard body. Because then right before that nigga, right before that nigga, there was another homeless dude stationed right on the first platform of the stairs going down. That same subway place, that same subway area. There was a there was another homeless dude. He was like, uh, "Can you spare some change?" I'm like, "Luckily, I had some change on me, so I, I just gave it to the nigga. Fuck it." I said, "I gave him some change. I gave him what change I had in my pocket. I didn't think nothing of it. I was like, hey, man.' I even said to myself when I first got the change, I was like, "You know what? Next homeless dude, I'm giving this shit to him." And he was like, "Can you spare some change?" I was like, "Hey, dog, hey, here you go, man. I gave it to the nigga. I was like, why not? Why not? I could have saved it, yes, but I was like, you know what? Fuck it. All right, fuck it, bro." But anyway, guys, I got five minutes left. Um, so I'm going to start wrapping this shit up. Right. Just... Yeah, man. So, the way I see it, dog, is right, I'm going to wrap this up. But yeah, man, that's, that's wild stories that I've had to deal with. And I'm not afraid of homeless people, bro. I'm not. Unless they got rabies or AIDS or... And that's not me making a joke. That's like a literal, like, I mean, I'm scared of anybody with rabies and AIDS, but, you know, a homeless dude with rabies and AIDS. 
holy shit. <clears throat> um, so anyway, you know, it's just, I'm, I'm just scared of becoming something I'm not. And that is homeless. I'm homeless. That is a pompous, snobby, I raise my nose to you prick. I'm already an asshole and I can act like a prick, but I don't want to be a prick. You know, I'm a smart ass. I'm a, comedy is in my favor. I'm just lazy. I just don't want to be that, man. I just don't want to be that. And maybe it's the fear. Maybe I just need a little more time. But as of right now, man, I just, I just, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I, I should talk to some comics about this. I should really, I should really talk to some comics about this whole thing, man. Because a lot of the comics that I go to, you know, they don't live in Manhattan. They, they, Whether or not they work in Manhattan, you know, some of them, a lot of them work in Manhattan. My man, Eddie Spaghetti, he works in Manhattan. He has a mic at Broadway, but he, he lives in Jersey. My man, Jason Oxhorn, lives in Jersey. Austin Anderson, I, no, I believe he lives in, he lives in Midtown. No, no, he don't live in Midtown. He lives somewhere on the north side. I think he lives in Queens or something. I don't fucking know. But he, li- but he lives in one of the boroughs. He doesn't live in Manhattan. I don't want to be there. That's all I'm saying, man. That's why I'm not living there right now. That's why I'm not looking for a place. And I told my mom this, and she was like, that's what you're worried about? So you're going to put your dreams on hold because you don't want... If you were already going to be pompous, you don't have a pompous bone in your body. If you were going to be pompous, you would already be pompous. And I'm like, ma, I just... People fucking change. I don't know. Maybe that's just me getting my own way, but it took me this long to drop all my shit or begin dropping off all my shit. I'm writing my book. I'm loving where I'm at. I'm reading again. I'm loving where I'm at. I'm working. I'm taking note of my jokes. I'm taking note of how often I'm coming on stage. I'm taking inventory of my money. I'm beginning to write more just in general. It's just things are just turning around and I'm loving the way things are going. You know, and that's that's really what I want to tell you guys. Like, you know, listen, man. Just, just you gotta drop. You, self-conscious is what's gonna get. It's gonna be your downfall, bro. That's what's gonna be. That's what's gonna be your downfall, bro. If you're an artist or somebody, or just you're just like that in general. You're self-conscious. You gotta let that shit go, or else you're not gonna do nothing, bro. When you're an artist and you think like oh, it's not gonna be perfect, I can't do it. It's not gonna be perfect, bro. You gotta drop that, or else you're not gonna get nowhere in life, bro. Your work's not gonna get done. You have to drop that. Unless you're, unless you, unless that shit drives you and you're like, it has to be perfect. <laughs> it has to be perfect. You know, unless you like that, which, you know, then more power to you if that's what fuels you. But for if you're like me, man, you got to drop that shit. You got to drop that. Anyway, guys, I got a minute left. Okay. Thank you, guys. Uh, I'll be sure to do more episodes now, more so than ever. I'm, you know, I'm, again, I got it. This is part of my hustle. One of my five hustles. This podcast and you know, I, I like I like doing it. I like this episode. I feel better about myself now that I actually, you know, put this out. And you know, hopefully you guys listen to it and I appreciate you guys listening to it. You know, I really do. You know, I'm sorry that I haven't been putting out, but things are changing and I'm happy about that and I'm loving what's going on. This is a new Tony, twenty nineteen, you smell me. We out here, what's up? Thank you guys very much for listening to podcasts. Follow me on Twitter. Follow me on Instagram. Follow me on Facebook. Or, uh, you know, I don't know about Facebook. Follow me on Instagram. Follow me on Twitter. I appreciate you guys. Thank you very much. 
I'll be back on Tuesday night with another fucking episode. Sunday and Tuesday, I think it's a good schedule. I don't fucking... Oh, wait, it's Friday. Whatever. Fuck it. I'll be back on Tuesday with another episode. Anyway, guys, have yourself... Enjoy the rest of your fucking day. I'll see y'all later. Hold on. Wait. Five, six, seven, eight. Done.